0: Good morning, morning Millennials. Millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and... Hey. Happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody, including me, is looking forward to the weekend. Weekend Friday, Friday. Get down Friday. Hey, Jacks, Happy Friday. Friday. Happy Friday, Litter de No, Jackie. I said, "Fry yay." That's a really cool thing that you said. That's like a really cool thing we all used to say. Why did we stop saying it? Because it was too cool. It was too cool for school. Oh, turny down. Sorry, I almost fell out of my chair. From I'm okay, from just like being alive, you know, from the excitement of fry yay. I have so many things to t- to say. Okay. I'm trying not to let like the excitement of Friday be marred by the fact that I know. this is don't our st- last don't show. Don't start the show on a negative, okay? I mean, but I am going to be me, you know? And that's what me does. This is Friday. It is cause for celebration. But lest we not forget, our next show for The Toast will be on Tuesday. Because Monday is the dreaded holy day of Yom Kippur. The day we talk about all year long. It's finally here. Lest we not forget letter de Lou is on performance enhancing drugs. And won't I really be suffering, I don't wanna hear it. I won't don't, be don't wanna Suffering hear it. like the rest of us. Here's the thing. I'm taking matters into my own hands. You could do the same. Like you could find Some rabbi, to give you an exception, like a machloket, about breastfeeding. Like, I'm sure there's a rabbi out there who would be like, you're fine. I actually just saw an Instagram card yesterday that I did not seek out. That, like, Mm. came across my desk through someone's stories. It found you. That was pretty much like, you have to fast on Yom Kippur, even though you're breastfeeding. Like, how did that find you? (laughs) From my lactation consultant, who I follow, Chantal. It was like basically That's like... It's so Chantal. It's so Chantal. It basically said, like, Yom Kippur, it said this and it had attitude too. It's Ooh, like... it's like, don't even think about it, fatty. Yeah, you fat fuck. <laughs> That's what it said. It said, Yom Kippur is 25 hours. Your supply isn't going to change or be made or broke by those 24 hours. Go fast. That's a supply. Go fast, you fat fuck. Go <laughs> fast, wench. Wow, okay, but... <laughs> You know, I think a decree of a rabbi would supersede that of an, an Instagram, Instagram card. card. I don't know. They're so powerful, Claudia. They, by the way, they literally are. <laughs> Okay, so I'll try not to like dwell on it too much. Just want everyone to know there's no show on Monday because we will be suffering and atoning for our sins. I am looking forward to getting it over with. Like in the last couple of weeks, it's been just like this thing hanging over our heads, knowing that it's coming. And the bad part about Yom Kippur is obviously the fasting, but the good part is like getting it over with and getting a whole year in between you and the next time. Yes, and the good part is atoning, washing away your sins. Yeah, tabula what are you, rasa. What are you atoning for? Like what will you be thinking about? you know, things you want to do better this year. Honestly, I'm perfect. Like, I know, I know. I feel the same. What could she tweak? Let me think. Like, I'm a good person. I'm a charitable person. I'm kind. I really am. I'm generous. Well, I'm not like that generous. Um, But I don't know why in the Bible it says you have to be generous. It's just like it does. It says like 10 percent of your. um Yeah, like the tithe. The t- like 10% of your earnings should go towards charity, but I think that was before there were 50% taxes. Yeah, no, and I feel like if the Bible had been written in this economy, it wouldn't be 10%. It would be maybe half a percent. No, but it's like, does that, what about taxes? Is that not the tax? No, I think that um, in the Bible, like if I had to get into the mind of, you know, God and Mo- Moses who wrote it, it would be like, you know, your net net. of, like, what you bring home, which is kind of crazy. Right, which is kind of crazy, like, in this economy with these taxes. No, they didn't have taxes in the land of Egypt and, you know, Canaan and Israel. The 10%, like, was the tax. Yeah, no, I don't feel bad about that. Like, I don't. I just don't think it's, it's applicable to modern times. It's definitely not. There's a lot in the Bible that's not applicable to modern times. And we all, you know, adjust and adapt our observant observation no observancies accordingly accordingly so don't feel bad about that um let's move on because honestly like it's I already feel this like bringing me down my energy and let's go back to like the excitement that I, I mean I do have things in which to reflect upon can always improve could always be better like what such a good question I feel like I could be more patient really I don't know. <laughs> like, what are we supposed to be? Like, we're supposed to be kind, but it's generous. also like I'm supposed to be like hardworking and productive. Like, I only have so you so can't much be patient can't, and hard. Working I can't and productive. be patient to no end. Yeah, no, this is a good question. I mean, we talk a lot of crap, you and I, privately. I feel like that's sacred. Like, <laughs> I fam- agree. No, family is like a core tenant in Judaism, like we're supposed to put family first, spend time with family, invest in our relationships with our family. And like, that's what we're doing every night on FaceTime. Like, I don't feel bad about that. No, I don't feel bad. But I'm just saying, like, if I'm looking at my life as a whole, like, I'm not giving that up because I'm not giving that up because above all, I know God wants me to be happy and like talking shit makes me happy. Yeah. And it's not not like I'm talking shit here and like making, you know, everyone making people sad. Like we're not hurting anyone. No, like in the com- and it, like we're bringing ourselves joy, and I know that's what <laughs> God would want. Like I know it's what it God would want. Yeah, I just I can't see the argument for really why it's bad. Like it's not hurting anyone, and it brings us joy. But you know what they say: Lush and hara, and hay, go to hell the easy way. I know Lush and hara is like gossip, but I think that lashin hara is misunderstood. So, they you know we were always taught like don't speak Lush and hara, and it's kind of m- like marketed as gossip but it's not really the translation of Lashon Hara is like speaking evil we don't say anything evil we're just like saying like did you see that outfit like <laughs> you know yeah like Lashon Hara is more extreme than gossip gossip is merely an exchange of information yeah and I think also like the spreading of gossip is oh bad. yeah this we, we keep it in the family I am evolved like sometimes my friends will tell me something like in confidence but then eventually it's something that could be spread wider and like they're kind of confused when nobody else knows they're like Jax I thought you told I'm like I would never yeah and also for me like it depends on how much I care like somebody could give me a like a really juicy piece of gossip but like if I literally don't care about these people it will fly out of my mind like I don't just spread gossip for the sake of talking you know no juicy or dry if it's a secret it will stay with me and Claudia No, but I also know, like, the importance, like, I actually recently found something out, um, a celebrity told me, I'm not gonna say who, but, like, you know, a celebrity. They told me something, like, major. Do I know? Yeah, but I'll remind you later. Months before it happened. Okay. And then it happened, and this celebrity texted me, and she was like, I cannot believe you didn't tell anyone, like, I honestly regretted telling you, because, like, you have a big mouth, and you know what? You're my sister now. So, like, I know when it's important. Okay. <clears throat> trying to wrap my head around, I think I know what it was. I know what it was. Yeah. I know what it was. Yeah. I know. So it's just like cool, like, you know, being a loyal person is also like a valuable thing. People seek that out. When you're like the thirst monster that I am, like wanting to be friends with as many cool people as possible. Like, people value trust. So uh, for me, like, I won't tell you this piece of gossip, not because like I'm an actually loyal person, but because it benefits me. It's gonna further Turdy's agenda. Right. Okay. And, like, that's another thing that we should always be honest. Isn't that, and I'm a very honest person. Isn't that a Friends episode where it's yes. like there's actually no <laughs> altruistic deeds because even being altruistic in some way reflects positively on yourself? Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, being altruistic makes you feel good. Therefore, it's not a selfless act. Right. And it's actually a fire point Phoebe's making. Well, actually, Joey makes it. Phoebe's trying to be like, no, you can just do something out of the goodness of your heart. And every time she does a good deed... They point out, well, look at the repercussions. You feel good, or she like let a bee sting her because she's like, you know, it's my part as like a you know, member of the the ecosystem. And then they're like, Well, you know the bee dies after he stings you. Like there's always something. Yeah, that's not as good of an example, but But why does it have to be doing something good means you shouldn't get good in return? Like who said that? Right, isn't that the whole premise of karma? Isn't that like God probably made it so that like good deeds would feel good so that you would fucking do them. Continue to do them. So yeah, do them. Do-do them. So, so you do-do them. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Are you dumb? <laughs> so that's your lesson in spirituality for the day. Now, I wanted to talk about something I saw on my way to work that was really mind-blowing. Share. Sure. I walked past an Apple store on my way to the studio and I was shocked that they were holding a loser convention. The new Apple iPhone, I guess, came out today. Jackie, if you saw the number of people, stanchions, police, Not hundreds. The stanchions. Hundreds of people. Wait. And like I'm a person, like I want the new iPhone. I'm not waiting in line for it. Like I'll wait till it dies down and then I'll just like order it online, you know, like a normal person. Wow. I was shocked. I would, I'm sorry, nothing. Oh, and not only to wait in a line that long, but to wait in a line to spend over a thousand dollars, like on a piece I'm of technology sorry. that you already have in your pocket. That's really just as good. Like I, I saw, you know, they do their quarterly conventions where Tim cook gets on stage, tells you, and I feel like they always make waves like, Oh, new feature on Apple. And I always look for them when I'm choosing stories. Cause like, it's always like mindless fodder to talk about. Um, There was no news. Like, there was a few new updates. It's not anything life-changing. It's not like, you know, the unsending a text message that really broke the internet. Like, why are people waiting in line? And it was early. And I have to imagine they've been out there for hours. Yeah. I can't relate to waiting in line, but I actually feel the opposite, where I feel like this new iPhone is the first in a few years that is actually something new and special and better technology. Because it has that Zoom that the Samsung Galaxy has. Yeah, I love when they do like the Apple conventions and they're like we have this new feature and Samsung users like shout into a void cuz nobody cares. <laughs> they they're t- like we they literally in green saying we yeah, but, have this. They're like hey, we've had this for 10 years and we're like cool, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, the zoom. I remember I sent you a video a few months ago that was like a hyper zoom on a Samsung Galaxy. It was like a panoramic image of uh, you know, a, a, a guy getting into a truck. And then the zoom all the way zoom of a, a car on the street that was like the size of an amp, but it was perfect pixelation. Yeah, no, it's like, I've said this once, I'll say it again. The Samsung could cure cancer. The Samsung could literally be my Ozempic, and I still wouldn't get it. Like, I'm sorry, I have a reputation to Remember uphold. when Samsung was waterproof before Apple? Remember when Samsung was everything before Apple? Like, we don't care. Speaking of Apple, I saw a commercial last night that had me thinking, because do you want to know who was in the Apple commercial that I saw? Who? Smartless. Oh, and it was only Jason and Sean, not Will. Ooh, maybe he has like a non-compete that he works with another brand or something. Maybe, but I thought that that was interesting. I guess that's what happens when you're number one, you get an Apple commercial. Okay, so if you're number two, do you get a Samsung commercial? Maybe if we (laughs) shut our fucking mouths and stop talking shit about Samsung, we would be in a goddamn commercial. Yeah, okay, so I love the Samsung Galaxy. Like, I've been trying to get it, but it's just... Actually, no, I'm sorry. I I, I don't have a a positive word to say about Samsung. Not only, like, are their products losery, I worked with them one time, and, like, some employee at the company, like, cried about it, like, I don't feel safe. We're working with an influencer, like, named Claudia, who tweeted something once in 2009, and I'm upset. And literally, they pulled my deal, and it was in page six. I'm like, oh... Not only do you make phones for losers, you exclusively employ losers. I can't be a part of this. It's for the best that we part ways. Yeah. And hire a PR firm full of losers. Right. Like, no, I, I, I'm too cool for this. I'm out. So I hate Samsung Galaxy. Their phones are trash. And yeah, even and if they offered me a commercial, frinks. I wouldn't want it. Exactly. And that's on being scrupled. Well, one thing about us, we're going to be scrupled. Yeah, we are. Though I was just Ex- willing to say that I love the Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. And like, no matter how much we try, like, no matter how much people tell us, we won't stop talking shit. So maybe we're not like that scrupled. Why? We're scrupled to the fact that we won't stop talking shit. True. We can't be broken. One thing about Jackie, she's going to manipulate language. Like, she's going to manipulate language to make it work in her favor. One thing about me, I'm going to see the whole 360 and I'm going to make it work for me. I love that about you. And I'm going to defend myself because I'm scrupled. You're going to defend yourself and your family. Of course. La Tour de Lou. La Tour de Lou. You know, so many people, like, really, I think one of their um, biggest dreams is to be in La Tour de France. And I feel like not enough people talk about their dreams of being in La Tour de Lou. No, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It also sounds like the name of a French restaurant. La Tour de Lou. Yeah, although I believe the, rush, like the rough translation would be, like, a tour of the bathroom. <laughs> i love it i love it i'm actually going to see some apart i'm going to see some apartments today <laughs> oh are you gonna give us a tour to lou right no i'll i'll let you know how the bathrooms are i'll do a tour to loo. <laughs> the operation Sea snow by christmas is still very much in session having absolutely no luck we're fatigued okay i guess i'll just fuck off no like just make moves Jackie, you're fatigued. Like, imagine literally going and seeing all these fucking apartments. No, but you're, like, living for it. You think you're on an episode of Selling Sunset. <laughs> no, if I was on an episode of Selling Sunset, like, I'd be touring nice apartments. Like, I would have <laughs> lots of options. No, I mean, if, if there was Selling Sunset in New York City rental market, it would just be, like, people forking over their life savings for an apartment that's subpar at best. Yeah, million-dollar listing. No, because those people don't have like budgets. Right. No, but that's like Selling Sunset. Million Dollar Listing is like what the right show for like New York. No, but I need Million Dollar Listing like average person looks in the rental market. I'm not even an average person. I have like a nice budget. Yeah, there's a reason why they're not making that show. Because it's too real. Too real. So I guess I'll just continue the tour de Lou without a camera crew. Okay, well, good luck. I do hope you see the snow by Christmas. If I'm hedging my bets, I'm not optimistic, but I'm still rooting for you. Yeah. And it's okay if you don't. Who needs snow? We're going to Utah. You'll see the snow there. I need snow. Speaking of Utah, did you see what Rach Parsell tags us in on Instagram this morning? I did. Not only was Rach Parsell listening to the toast, shout out. Which is just like a... A feat in and of itself. In and of itself. The queen of Utah chose us. But she had a major emergency at her house whilst listening to the toast. And she was so enwrapped with our episode that she didn't even notice the small fire starting behind her in her living room. Yeah, literally. That's not um, a play on words. No. A fire broke out in Rach's house. And I actually feel like the lesson of the fire and how it started is a good lesson for everyone. Because she had a little plastic pumpkin uh, like on her fireplace i mean she is like the queen of fall decor like she She's has a of reputation decor, no matter the season have you seen her summer backyard have you seen yeah, her I winter love it. decor How I are you gonna box like her sh- in like that and she has a reputation to uphold and you know i think the pressure really got to her because she obviously <laughs> forgot about 101 fire safety <laughs> yeah the pressure got to her and her little plastic pumpkin went up in flames and she had three fire trucks outside her house And I think that's just kind of like the dangers of the toast. Like we are too compelling. You will listen or watch us like too intently. You won't even notice a major hazard in your home. You won't even notice an emergency happening right in front of your own eyes because you're so like caught up with your garlies. With your garlies. And it's scary to think how many people listen while driving. That's distracted driving. And you know me, I'm like all about safe driving. And I would now use my platform as a PSA. Like don't listen to us while you drive. But... That's like half our audience and therefore half my, uh, my income. So I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, until they make a rule like you can't listen to podcasts and drive, who are we to say? No, I mean, I think there are definitely some podcasts you could listen to and drive, like Smartless, like, you know, ones that aren't <laughs> that compelling. But like us, we are so funny and so interesting and so scrupled that <clears throat> we really are like a danger to society. Yeah. So if you're driving and you're zoned out, just like zone back in for a second, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll keep reminding you throughout the episode. Like when, when we feel ourselves getting too interesting, we'll be like zone back in. Yeah. You're on the road. Right. I'm so happy to have you back. I <laughs> love podcasting with all the other girlies, but there's really nothing like having you back, Jack. There's really nothing like it. So I give a little scheduling update because we've made like a tentative plan for the rest yeah. of my maternity leave. <clears throat> the end is in sight. The end is in sight. So the next two weeks... I'm going to be on like three days a week, like how we've been doing. And then the following week, I'm going to be in New York... So Jackie's book is coming out because don't forget the camper and the, the Camper and the counselor is coming out October 10th. Pre-order it now wherever you pre-order books, you guys, the book is so good. I'm getting so excited. And when I really think about what I'm excited for, it's just to like see people reading this book to their kids. Like the book brings me so much joy. I like it. I probably read it a hundred times before I stopped getting chills every time I would finish it. Would you say that the book gives you goosebumps and chills? Yes, much like the winding camp roads, the book gives me goosebumps and chills. A hundred percent, that's beautiful. So I'm really so so excited, and I just hope everyone places an order for anyone in your life, whether you have a child, a nephew, a niece, and you know the book is obviously about a girl's first summer at camp, but it is not only for the girls. Harry loves the book. Oh, that's so true. It's very gender inclusive. Yeah, it's just fun. And then like there's a. It's not super girly. It's not super boy. Like it's kind of this universal experience. Yeah, it's just telling the story of a universal feeling that we can all relate to through the eyes of a young girl. And in our house, we call her little mama. You do? Yeah. I'm like, that's little. Why? Because it's me. Little. Oh, duh. Oh, my God. Am I okay? (laughs) I say that's little mama and that's Auntie Margot. It's, like, so disgusting. Honestly, I'm boycotting this book. Yeah, no, I know. I should have put, like, a camper that looks like you. There is, like, a chubby little brunette, like, who definitely could be me. No, she she doesn't look like you. I should have just, like, put you, you in. You should have made, like, a brunette character who is just, like, she doesn't have any lines or anything, but she wore a shirt that said turdy or something. Yeah, no, or she fucking looks like you. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. camper looks like me. But, like, would she be Ozempic camper? No, I think, like, a chubby camper would go over better with focus groups. Okay, but also, when you were a camper, you were pin-thin. Real thin. Real. I'm really going back to my roots. You are. Roots. They're so great. Roots. So anyways, The Camper and the Counselor, October 10th. Pre-order it now anywhere that you pre-order books. You could also get a signed copy at Talk Shop Live. I'll be signing book plates for the next three days, like consecutively. Hopefully my hand doesn't fall off. But I actually love, I love calligraphy and writing. And that's actually a fun activity for me. It is. And it makes you feel famous. Like I loved doing it. Oh, for sure. And I'm just going to like sit at my desk signing things. Like that's actually a lovely afternoon for me. It is like maybe, you know, some cooking show in the background. Yes. I need to talk about our cooking show update because there is a show that everyone is recommending so much. So that my friend Rebecca, like, texted me to tell me about this show also Girl Meets Farm. Oh, I've heard of it. Is it Food Network? Yeah. She said it's everything that we're looking for. Oh, okay. And everybody wrote in the comments Girl Meets Farm. All right. And we're I on think it. she's half Jewish. <gasps> Obsessed. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do next cuz that's really my vibe is a cooking show right now. And that's what I'm going to do. Thank you for the update. Yeah, welcome. Should we We could. And we should probably dive into the fast five stories that you need to know. But bef- that's true. Before we do, I have something to say. Wow. Yeah, me. Today's ep- Today's episode is brought to you by Poise. This episode of The Toast is brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. Becoming a mom has come with a lot of big changes, and with baby number 2, I'm experiencing some of that all over again. The joys of postpartum life, they know no bounds, you know? No. Leaky boobs, leaky leaks. <laughs> Nini <Neeny> leaks. <laughs> <laughs> Something super common that we don't always talk about when it comes to postpartum life is bladder leaks and nini leaks. But today we're going to talk about bladder leaks because one in two... Both equally as important. So important. But we talk about nini all the time and we don't talk about the bladder ones. It's so true. One in two women over 20 experience bladder leaks and most young moms try to use period pads to solve the problem. But period pads aren't designed for pee. Bet you didn't know that. Thankfully, Poise Ultra Thins are specifically designed for bladder leaks and keep you 10 times drier than the leading Period Pad. The clean, dry, and fresh protection these pads provide is a lifesaver, and they're shaped to fit and flex with your body, so you can say comfortable and live without compromise poise ultra thins offer with and without wings so you can live worry free these wings were meant to fly we won't let nobody bring us down justice for a little mix come back anytime we're ready for you personally i have enough on my plate as a mom so i love the idea of taking one worry off the list it takes poise learn more at poise.com Thank you, Jax. Today's episode is also brought to you by Lululemon, specifically the leggings from Lululemon. It's that time of year. Blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the Lord. We're wearing sweaters and leggings. And where is the number one place for leggings? I think we all know. It's Lululemon. And they have so many great options. The fast and free leggings, which are powered by the New Luxe fabric. They're super weightless. They're an on-body sensation with incredible coverage. And they're designed for those looking for a legging that gives them complete freedom from distractions while running or jogging. They also have the Wonder Train leggings, which are designed with one of Lululemon's most innovative fabrics, the Everlux fabric. It's their fastest drying fabric. The leggings allow you to work hard and feel dry so you can effortlessly transition from sweat to street. They also have the Align leggings, which are probably my favorite. I just love the Align collection from Lululemon because they're fabulous if you want to work out, but they're also just fabulous if you want to do other things in workout clothes. They're not constricting. They're really comfortable, super stretchy and weightless. They're designed... uh, For the person who wants a lightweight, low-compression yoga solution that is also versatile enough for casual wear. They're powered by the Nulu fabric, and they give the wearer a next-to-nothing body sensation. You'll have full freedom of movement. It doesn't restrict or compress the wearer in any way. It's great for low-intensity workouts like yoga or just casual wear. Like, if you want to wear leggings to the supermarket or to go meet your girlies for brunch, Lululemon has you covered all facets of life, all different types of leggings. I personally wear leggings pretty much everywhere, like especially when I travel. And to not be so constricted and have that band like digging into my upper stomach that gives you gas, Lululemon has you covered. So get into the Lululemon leggings at lululemon.com. That's L-U-L-U-L-E-M-O-N.com. Get into the Lululemon leggings. Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. So Squarespace is the all-in-one one-stop shop website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. So there's a million reasons why you might need a website, whether you have a side hustle, whether you work in e-commerce, you're starting a business, and it can be really obvious if you like don't have a professional looking website, Like people will judge you because people are disgusting. And Squarespace won't let you be judged. They have amazing platform, amazing templates that will make your website look professional. It'll make it look like you paid a big company to do all of it for you, but it wasn't, it was just you and Squarespace. And they have so many fabulous product features where you can like make custom merch. You can sell your products in an online store. You can host video content. You can do email campaigns. You also can sell in person by connecting a square reader to the Squarespace app and keep your orders, inventory, customer data, all of that in sync with your online store. So whatever your reason, Head to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain using code toast. That's squarespace.com slash toast. Don't have an embarrassing website, you know, like Squarespace is here. To make you feel not embarrassed. And you'll have a gorgeous website. It'll have all the features that you possibly need. Whether that's a blog, an e-commerce store, uh, a portfolio to showcase your graphic design or your photography portfolio. Whatever it is. Head to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain using code toast. Thank you, Claudia. What can I say except you're welcome. The stories today are kind of like updates from a lot of stories throughout the week. Gorgeous. That's a perfect way to round out the week. I, like find, fully I find that it's a great way to round out the week. Yeah, of course. Like we recorded a little early yesterday. The second we wrap, lawsuit. So Sophie Turner. That's the first story today. Sophie Turner sues Joe Jonas for the return of their two kids to England as the tumultuous divorce gets messier. So Sophie Turner is suing her estranged husband, Joe Jonas, for the return of their two daughters to her home country, England. Uh, Sophie filed the lawsuit in a Manhattan court on Thursday requesting to secure, quote, the immediate return of children wrongfully removed or wrongfully retained. Turner claims in the filing that the wrongful retention began on September 20th. Turner also claims she and the Jonas Brothers band member agreed over Christmas 2022 that they would make the UK their forever home. Yeah, wait, Okay, I read the actual I watched a video of a girl reading the actual lawsuit and it was very interesting this whole thing is very interesting i mean it's horrible like it's actually when i saw the headline yesterday it gave me such a pit like this is about to get so nasty and drawn out i mean the the fact that like now there's Fighting over continents that the kids are going to live on. Like it's adds a layer that most divorces probably don't have when it comes to a custody battle. And but the interesting thing was just that they plan to live in the UK. That's where they wanted to like put down roots. And they have been there. So in last Christmas, they decided that like that was going to be their permanent residence. In April, they moved there and bought a house. The house is under renovation. It should be done in December. But they've been living like in a rental there. They enrolled the kids in like school in the programs after school. You know the classes, whatever. And in uh, the summer, he was going out on tour, and she was going to film a TV show. So while she was filming the TV show. The kids were to be with him in America on tour. She was going to be done September 14th. And then she would go meet them in New York at the show, grab the kids and go back to their house. And their house was going to be ready in a month or two. And she did her TV show. She went. That's remember, we saw her at the concert. She came to America and he's like hiding the passports. This is all what what it says in the uh, lawsuit. And won't let the kids return to the UK, even though they had this plan. But the plan did not, you know, include like him filing right. for divorce in August. The The lawsuit also stated that Sophie Turner found out about the divorce filing from the news like everybody else. Well. But then Joe, you know, obviously his lawyers acted immediately, released a statement and said, that's not true. They had a conversation. They fought on his birthday in August. They had a big fight on his birthday. And. She knew that he was filing for divorce. Yeah, but I wonder if like TMZ and everyone like knew that they knew that there was a divorce coming. Remember, there was like all that news right before he filed. So it's like if they're yeah. waiting for the moment that he filed, maybe she did find out that that moment he filed right. from the media. She didn't know that you know her marriage wasn't going well and that she, he was thinking about divorce and they be right. divorcing or separated. But like the moment that he filed, probably TMZ found it out at the same time her lawyers did. Yeah, so that makes sense. This is just the craziest saga, in my opinion. Like, the way it was rolled out was so bizarre. It's so messy and it's so sad because there's kids involved and like, like you said, it's about you know continents and custody and it's just it's really it's horrible. Um, but I so just never in my life expected this. Like. No, this is like as nasty as it could get and it's only gonna get yep. worse especially as they both fight to keep the the kids and in different countries like they're gonna have to bring out everything that they have against the other person in order to get their way. Like the way this gives me such a pit. This is yeah. horrible because I, I mean I think it takes, you know, two people to I don't think one of them was like the bad no. actor in their relationship but like both of them deserve to be with their kids but that's like kind of impossible when they're going to choose to live in different countries. I saw an actually funny tweet that I want to quote. I don't want to paraphrase. I'll ruin it. But how this whole thing has just rolled out so bizarrely, where at first it really seemed like Joe was, like, in charge of the narrative. Mm Mm-hmm. And somebody just put it so well. OK, I can't find it. It was just like Joe Jonas, like severely overestimated how many people would be team Joe Jonas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the idea of like trying to get people on teams. Yeah. But that's like a it plays a factor like in. The court of public opinion. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure to some degree in a court. Right, right. I also, I have to imagine that wherever the like a judge decrees that the kids can live, the other will go. Like, you know, if they're forced to stay in America, like, I do believe Sophie will live here. I believe she's lived here for quite some time. And if they're allowed to go to the UK with their mother, I imagine he'll, like, take up permanent residence there. Neither one of them appear to be, like, deadbeat parents. Right. They're fighting really hard. Right, right. And they're both, like like, we know Joe is, like, so family-oriented. And I feel like more often than not, like, the judge... Will side with the mother. Yeah. Especially because they had this plan. This is where right. their roots are. They have, they have a house. They just bought a house. The There's a record. Kids in school. Yep. You can't like really just uproot them. But that's why if he wants to uproot them, he's going to throw everything at her. Which is, I think, is what we've been seeing. I don't think it's started yet. No, but I think like this the seeds narrative were of were out, party, late night, like she's never seen her kids. Like this is all part of a plan. Oh, it's so nasty. It's so bad. And I feel like the fact that, you know, divorce filings are public information. And it, it's it's honestly like it's too personal. Like I would prefer to not know what's going on. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> and last night, of course, you know, he started crying on stage when he song, sang the song Hesitate, which is about Sophie. And Little Bird, he like dedicated to the parents. This song Little Bird is like kind of becoming like. Like a triggering song. Yeah. You saw Nick was crying last yeah, week over a Little a couple bird. of days ago. Yeah. Sad. I did. There's a lot going on in House to Jonas. And to be honest, I am not enjoying being a spectator. No. But it's my job. Yeah. Well, our next story is some more Sophie news because she went out again with Taylor Swift. They were spotted having dinner twice in one week in New York City. They stepped out for their second girls' night. At the city's Barriere Fouquet Hotel. Fouquet's. I've eaten there. Yeah. Not me eating there before Taylor. Like I'm so enthrined. It didn't say it was Taylor's first time, but it does feel like a new place. I've only started seeing it recently. Yeah. It's a hotel downtown and they have like a delicious restaurant. It's just like a really nice, cute boutique, like French looking hotel. Le de Lou? Le de Lou. They definitely have amazing Lou's. Actually, I've used the loo there. It was quite lovely. And they dined with Haim. Oh, my God. Like, enough. (laughs) Like, does anybody feel that? Like, enough. Yeah, but like, when Sophie, Taylor, and Haim, like, they all kind of look the same. Don't you find? Like, Haim ties them all together. They look like they could be five sisters. Honestly, it's not a bad call. I think Sophie looks more like Haim than Taylor does. Yeah. But Sophie's like the bridge between Taylor and yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love this for a Sophie. Like, I think it's probably really easy to, like, curl up in a ball and go missing. But, like, we were just saying, like, how you're perceived by the media and by people, like... Plays in a very sadly, plays an important role in how this all could play out. So, if she appears to be like, you know, out and about in good spirits with her gal pals, like, and people are eating this up, like loving every moment of Taylor and Sophie together, it's good for her. And I'm sure Taylor's, you know, a great friend to, you know, a shoulder to cry on. You don't think it could, it could people could ha- take the opposite away from it? Like, she's out, she's a mother. No, mothers have to eat. I'm just saying. I don't. They're going I don't to, like so. actually respectable they, restaurants at reasonable hours. Like. Plus with America's sweetheart. Right. And, oh, and a group of sisters. Like, it's all good. It's Hamish. It's Hamish. It's Hamish. Yeah. I think, I think it, it works in her favor. Yeah, plus, like, I'm sure the kids are with Joe at the moment because um, he won't right. return them, so... No, no, I saw her... She was, she was with, with them a, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, she was. But, like, they go to bed and she has to eat. I'm, I'm not... I'm just saying this is what people say. No, I know. People are, like, dumb and not able to, like, critically think. Right. No, I think it's good. I also think it's interesting how, like, there was clearly a strategy to this whole thing from Team Joe and it does it appeared like in the beginning that Sophie was kind of like ambushed into this narrative and very quickly she got her shit together like she's on the bounce back she's on the offense now and I love it lawyered up suing lawyered up did the lawsuit like you know is out and about being photographed with America's sweetheart like she got her shit together but I also feel like it didn't get super real for her until the last few days when they were supposed to be returned to England like everything was still like going according to plan but then it was September 20th she didn't well, get the kids passports so he he filed for divorce in Miami and there is a um and I'm gonna botch this like legal language so just pardon me but there was an order because he had filed and he filed in in Florida in the US it was like the kids can't go anywhere so when she went to take the kids it like violated that order but him that order violated their pre-existing plan. Right. But So it's like, it's very suits, you know? I don't know. It's like everybody's manipulating the law and like making, you know, their own case with it. Yeah. And that's the law. It's reason free from passion. If that's not the truth. I know. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Some Taylor news. Travis Kelsey mm. admits he invited oh, Taylor God. Swift to a Chiefs game and he's waiting to see what happens amid the dating rumors. The more this man talks, the less respect I have for him and the more I'm convinced these two people have never spoken in their lives, not even on text. Yeah, during an appearance at the Pat McAfee show on Thursday, Travis Kelsey. Wait, not Pat McAfee, like making so much news recently. Like, here's my question Who is Pat McAfee? He's a newsmaker. But I feel like I've seen him on the podcast charts, but he has an ESPN show. Like, I'm confused. I don't know her, but he's a big name for sure. I've heard of him, I think. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you know, riff wash came out to him, did his first post-injury interview there. I think he's been on Twitter. Yeah, he was cracking jokes. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Who's Pat McAfee? It's like I never heard this person's name, and now I kick it him out of my mouth. Yeah, that when it rains, it pours. So true. Anyways, Travis admitted he invited Taylor to one of his games amid rumors the pairs are spending time together. He said, I told her, quote, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock a stage at Arrowhead, and we can see which one's a little more lit. Like the fact that he even thinks of Chiefs game is going to be more lit than a Taylor Swift concert. Like, first of all, get a grip. Second of all, I've, I'm in my hater era. Like the way he talks is so cringe because that's not how he but said yeah. it. I've seen you light up like Arrowhead. Why don't you see me come light up Arrowhead too? We could see which one's more lit. Like, shut up. Shut up. Like he's Just giving cringe. stand like, there and look pretty. Yeah. No, seriously. Like shut up and throw. I've seen you rock the stage. Stop, it's cringe, like why do you have to say it like that? And his intonation too. I've seen you rock the stage at Era his Stadium. Like, it's cringe. He's, like, talking in cursive. The way he's done such a 180 on himself, if he has a publicist, his publicist needs to tell him to shut up for the foreseeable future. And honestly, he's starting to, like, mar the great name of the Kelsey brethren. Like, uh, Jason can do no wrong. Jason can do no wrong. Jason keeps getting asked about this. So now it's, like, Jason Kelsey's in the news. And honestly, I'm, like, shut up, Jason. Like, seriously, Travis needs to shut up. So I don't think Travis They're has a They're not dating, they never dated. Travis is just Travising. This is who he's always been. He's just being authentic. I as much as it's like cringe. You were cringing after the Super Bowl like when he was running around. I was, around but town. you know what? <clears throat> You're right. He has always been this way. It's not like he's putting on this personality. Like this is who he is. But when we got it in doses, it was acceptable. We're at the point of overexposure now, and this is just the nature of celebrity, the cycle of likability. You, like, you're bothering me now. I know, but all he has to do is throw well, and and he's fine. No, by the the way, the reason... Catching Kelsey. This was a a bad move, because at the end of the day, there is literally no truth to these rumors. And he has been, like, letting people think that, and now he's taking it a little far. And one thing about Taylor, she hates shit like this. Oh, for sure. Like, he's never gonna get a date with her, but I think she would be flattered by this. It's like, oh, the hunkiest man. Like, I... I'm Taylor. She doesn't like him. Perhaps in the beginning she would be flattered by it, but now it's really no not flattered enough to like go out with him. But it's like, let the whole world see this like hunky dreamboat. Travis Kelsey like just wants a piece of me like that's flattering period. I know she would never, but I would absolutely love for like Taylor via her representation to be like, I like Travis and Taylor are not dating. They've never even spoke. Just so, like, Travis can be, like, put in his place for five seconds. He's annoying me. Like, for real. Yeah. I think it's cute. Oh. Of him. Not not totally, but, like, he's just having fun. Like, have fun, like, by yourself. Leave Taylor out of it. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's so funny. You know, it was fun at first when he was, like, when he said he like he made the friendship bracelet with his phone number and she rejected like it was fun at first. But for him to like really fuel these rumors to the point where it was being widely reported as true and like let people think that and like drop little hints and then now go on the show and be like, well, I told her she could rock the stage. Like <laughs> I it's too much. It is too I much in my opinion need to know in what medium he told her. Was it a two way communication? Was it an unopened DM? right 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 taylor's not checking her dms no, like, no. but did, was it a text does she does he, she he have her number right like how did he say that yeah how did he say that did she hear it like i'm kind of i'm i'm gonna like i'm over travis kelsey like this has put a bad taste in my mouth i have to tell you as someone who listens to you all the time you've been over him no, I know, but, like, not completely. I was just saying, like, I remember with SNL, I was like, I feel like we're getting to the point a little bit of, like, overexposure. Like, he needs to take a break. And he did take a break. And he came back more annoying than ever. But just who he is. If he drops my name, then I owe him nothing. What Taylor said. What Taylor said. I, hashtag, I stand with Taylor. Even though, like, Taylor Kelsey is an incredibly cute name. But I, I digress. It's never happening. Travis Swift. That's so what Taylor's going to do. Like her man's going to take her name. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? No. Why? I just feel like we're racing through the stories. Like what's the rush? I don't know. You have somewhere to be, like a child to tend to? <laughs> no. Is there someone else in your life more important than me? Are too? we really racing through the stories? I don't know. I, I just feel, feel like we're like... talking to them to death. Are we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's so interesting how two people can be experiencing the same moment so differently. Yeah, I don't feel like we're racing through them. But I guess the clock would let me know. Right. And I think the clock would say, you're racing. Oh, okay. I'll slow down. Good. Now, are you ready for our next story? No. Why not? Is it the next story that's brought to you by Skims, perhaps? Yes. Yes. You guys already know we are huge Skims fans. It all started with their Fits Everybody collection of the butteriest underwear ever. So we wanted to try more from the brand. We've always seen their cotton loungewear all over our feed. So we had to try for ourselves to see what the hype was about. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It is the cutest and most flattering sets you'll find for in or out of the house. That's what I love about Skims. It's like acceptable loungewear to lounge in, but also to like do things in outside of your home. So we've been wearing Skims. I trust their bras completely. There's so many items from Skims that I really, really trust. And they're creating the next generation of loungewear for everybody. I tried the cotton t-shirt from Skims that I saw so many like TikTok girlies wearing, like tucked into like big pants or shorts. And let me tell you how I've worn this shirt to death. It's perfect for like big pants, big shorts, also underneath. It's just a great layering piece. It's a great piece to have. I need to get more colors. I'm really picky about the fit of my t-shirts because I have such big boobs. I hate when they get like misshapen after a few watches or they stretch out, stretch out on you throughout the day. But the Skims t-shirt is a game changer. It hugs my body perfectly. It is my, my search for the perfect t-shirt is officially over. And the cotton collection has been all over our social media for so long, but we finally caved and the hype is real. So take our advice. There's a reason why Skims is the most tagged collection. It's made with classic cotton fabric for a comfortable everyday wear. It's made from ultra soft and natural fibers. The cotton collection features elevated lounge pieces designed for comfort indoors and out. It's available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. So believe the hype, they have over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The cotton collection and more are available now at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and select the toast in the drop-down menu that follows. Today's episode is also brought to you by KiwiCo. When we play with our kids, amazing things can happen. We foster their sense of curiosity and help them learn about the world around them. The KiwiCo Panda Crate is a wonderful way to keep your baby's curiosity growing through play. It's a bi-monthly subscription so your baby can continue to learn more and more and they have something for babies zero to 24 months for built for brain building fun. So one thing I've learned about spending time with a lot of kids is like time passes slowly and you you need to constantly be like nurturing them, you know, making them curious, more activities, more things and they get like over things really quickly. And that's what's so great about the KiwiCo Panda Crate. They support your baby's rapid development in the first two years of life with science-backed products that support child-led play and encourage open ended exploration each crate includes age specific products designed by experts and backed by research to help babies at every stage learn to do what they do best playing and exploring so the Kiwico panda crate is practical and convenient for parents it comes with high quality toys a magazine and activity cards featuring research backed content and activities to nurture your little ones it's all shipped right to your door there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time Everything is made easy for you, so you can focus on the fun. The Panda Crate products are age-appropriate and supportive of your baby's growth. Unlock brain-building play with KiwiCo's Panda Crate. Get 50% off your first month with code TOAST at kiwico.com slash panda. That's 50% off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash panda. The code is TOAST at kiwico.com slash panda. Code T-O-A-S-T. Thank you, KiwiCo, for sponsoring today's episode of The Toast. Thank you, Claudia. Yeah, well our next story: people who are in fact dating. Kylie Jenner reveals her new boyfriend Timothy Chalamet is her phone background. Yes. Kylie and Timothy's new romance is on lock, literally. That's funny. The Kardashian star accidentally revealed her phone background while posing for a snap in Milan on Thursday, giving fans a glimpse of her lock screen, which features Timothy kissing her on the cheek. The sweet selfie, was, which was visible on Kylie's phone, showed him softly planting his lips on the reality star while she smiled for the camera. It's unclear whether she was aware her phone was switched on when the candid photo was taken or if it was an accident, what do you think? Now, raise your hand if you thought it was a picture of Kylie and Stormy. Like he has such a baby face, I literally thought, and it was like a really zoomed in picture, something like, they're like cheek to cheek, and it's like each one of their eyes are in the photo. It literally looked like a child and their mother. which I thought was cute and then when I realized the truth I thought it was even cuter. Um I don't know if it was an accident or on purpose. I just think she doesn't care. Like the secret's out now. You know, it's been a while that there've been like rumors, whispers. They went to the Beyoncé concert, they were all over New York Fashion Week, the US Open. Like we know they're together and so she's not hiding anymore. Yeah. I I don't uh, yeah, I don't think it was like intentional. Like she doesn't have right. to be so subtle. Um But it's like a big, like I think as a celebrity, you know that whatever your phone background is, people will see at some point. I think that's something that you like keep in mind when you're choosing a phone background. It wouldn't be ever be something like super personal to you that you wouldn't want out. So again, it's just like another step like Kylie is very much into this relationship, like proud of it, happy to enjoy it and ready to share it with the public and like really not holding back. Yeah, no, I thought it was really cute. And I'm loving this uh, Milan moment for Kylie. She went to the Prada show. She looked fabulous. She made a bunch of TikToks. She's just like having fun. I feel like this happens a lot with Kylie in like timed with her pregnancies where she's very low key during and after her pregnancy until she really feels comfortable enough to come back. And she's like at a place in her fame and her business where she doesn't have to immediately come back and like start promoting products and being on the What's show. That, like? she, <laughs> right. She takes her time and then there's like a moment, there's a switch and she's like back so fully going to all the events she wants to go to, dating people, being out and about, being photographed, being fabulous. And so I think what we're seeing now is that switch where she's all over. Yeah, but she's been, she's been doing that. She did that last year in Milan Fashion Week, I think it was. She's just kind of like a fashion girl. Oh yeah. And she just like... I feel like she goes so hard for like a week or so. We'll see her everywhere. She's out and about. And then she goes home and hibernates and is just like mom Kylie with her family and super private. Yeah. Even in the last few months, yeah. I feel like she's been private just getting to know Timothy. Yeah. No, because if you think about when we first heard the reports and remember her car was outside his house. And then a few weeks later, we got the aerial photo with the cigarettes. Um, That was a really long time ago. So. This might feel fast for some people, but let's not forget, it's been months. Yeah, by now this is a serious relationship because even the car pictures, like I think they probably were getting to know each other weeks before that. Like they could be together six months now. Maybe longer actually. That's her man. That's crazy. I'm really coming around to it. So am I. I was so put off. I like was so not able to visualize these two people together. It actually made no sense to me. And I think that came from like a general lack of understanding, like of – you know, Timothy Chalamet for me. I'm not a number one fan. I don't really get him. Um, But Kylie's making me, making me say. Yeah. And I just ship Kylie in love, like, and Kylie's happiness and, and her, her, I trust her judgment. Kylie enjoying her life. That's what I'm a fan of. So whoever that lucky fella is, I support it. It's nice. It is nice. Happy for Kylie. Me too. And this is a cute picture, by the way. Like it was just like very regular. Yeah. Like candid, normal girl tings, a girl in love. You'd love to see it. Now, slowly, slowly, we shall make our way to the fifth and final story. It's the final story. Because all week we've been talking about the advancement of female cooking shows. And Cameron Diaz has heard our cries. What? She's ditching her salad and whipping up cheesy chicken nachos in a cooking video for her wine Instagram account. Oh yeah. Cam I was misleading Cameron Diaz is back in the kitchen. She shared how she prepares. Was she ever there? Who knows? But now, like most of us, she's going back. Right. Cause you can only go so far as a woman before they drag you back to the kitchen. <laughs> Cameron Diaz shared how she prepares her favorite snack of rotisserie chicken nachos in a new cooking video. Ew. Chicken nachos? Yeah, that doesn't... uh, We're not supposed to, like, eat meat and cheese together as Jews, and I don't do that, but because of Judaism... Like, I think it's disgusting. Like, cheese all over meat. Excuse me? Yeah, it just feels gross. What about chicken parmesan? That's the only... I knew you were going to say that. That is the only acceptable... Cheeseburger. I don't like... Uh, That Joe's lasagna we just watched... I actually, like, it looked good, but I don't eat lasagna. Okay. And even with chicken parm, which is, my like, in my opinion, the only acceptable, like, place to, like, smother cheese on meat, it has to be really good. Like, really thin. Like, I won't just eat any ordinary chicken parm. What about your daily lunch of grilled chicken Caesar wrap? Ooh, you got me there. Different. It's like a sprinkle of cheese. Like, I don't, like... Like melted cheese, all there's well, a difference. You don't like melted cheese all over anything, not just meat. I like a grilled cheese, I like a pizza. Pizza, P I Z E A. I want pizza. P-I-Z-E-A. That was P-I-Z-E-A. that era of um, Mary kate and Ashley. Nothing will ever be as good, brother for sale 25 50 cents. cents. So good, so good. It's just. No matter what advancements we have in music, entertainment, the arts, it'll never be what Dual Star brought us. And that's just something what, we Dual have to Star? live with. That was their production company. Was it? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that's what made all their movies, Dual Star. Oh my God, obsessed. Now that I think about it, it's because they were two stars. I love a play on words. Dual Star, bring us back bring us back it's so true anyways cameron diaz did a little cooking show on her instagram she said hi it's cameron it's ma moi pardon me welcome back to my kitchen today she's making nachos with chicken close your ears claudia zucchini corn and a cilantro cream So she posted this on her wine Instagram account, Aveline. So she's obviously trying to, you know, create buzz for the wine because otherwise... No, one thing about Cameron, she only leaves her house for her wine company these days. She's going on a podcast. She's promoting Aveline. She's doing Instagram content. There's a swipe up link for Aveline. Yeah. So, because she like doesn't really participate in the world of celebrity. So like this is something that other celebrities do. She's fully retired. She made $100 million from the Shrek franchise. Like she's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not concerned about her finances. And I think she like really was able to get out of Hollywood realizing how toxic it was. And I think she has a very normal life. Yes. Which is beautiful. You know, as normal as it can be when you made a hundred million dollars. Yeah. But you know what? You could spend it quickly. Maybe she, uh, not the maybe she wants another home. G- get back in the kitchen. Give me five minutes. Get back in the Give kitchen. Me five get to work. So I respect the hustle. How like anytime we're going to be talking about Cameron Diaz in than you know in perpetuity it's because she did something to promote the wine also it's because she's doing something that she genuinely wants to do it's not like she has to that's refreshing it is and i also feel like she heard the toast this week that we were crying out for better female cooking shows and she took a stab at it we respect i honestly anytime we're going to talk about cameron diaz i'm overjoyed to do it and see that's the opposite of the Travis Kelsey effect, under exposure, like we we get no Cameron Diaz now. Like for the last maybe five years, we don't get Cameron Diaz content. And anytime we do, whether she's making waves, I think she was at Sophia Richie's wedding. Like anytime she's doing something, like it's so exciting because we get nothing. Okay, from but her. Travis doesn't have that luxury because his job requires him to be for on sure. TV once a week. For sure. But, like, there are a lot of NFL players who are on TV and we don't talk about them. Yeah. Also, I was watching the end of the football game last night. Go Niners. They won. hmm And I was watching these, like, post-game interviews with the players. And it's like, do they have to do those interviews? Because that just feels yes. like the last thing I would want to do. And I, I'm looking at them and I'm like, you don't want to. Do-. I, and I feel bad for the reporter who's having to ask them. No, it's horrible. It's bad for everyone. Yeah, they have to go. Remember there was that Seattle Seahawks player who Larry would show up and be like, I'm only here so I don't right. get by. no, but that was Every like question the, the you would press get asked. conference, which I imagine is part of the job. Like, on the field, like, you just won your game, you're thirsty and you're mm. tired, you have to stand there and answer questions about, like, what you just did that we just saw. Yeah. I just, I don't know how they're wrangling them to do that. No, I, I believe it's a contractual obligation. Yeah, the reporter did a really good job, though. She had a great energy. Mm-hmm. And there was no Yeah, they call that sideline report. Yeah, there was no bad moments. It was really cute, actually. But I was just like, damn, that's the last Who'd thing. She, I interview? do. she interviewed the MVPs. Um what uh from the Niners? From the game, yeah. Brock Purdy and the and the other uh-huh. guy, I think his name was Debo. Wait, I really I've been like a bad 49ers fan, like keeping up with my team. I'm sorry. Who is the quarterback? Brock Purdy. So Purdy even Lou, though, like who, who Purdy Lou. Who was the quarterback that, like, got injured? Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, so he's still out, Garoppolo. According to the end of the game that I saw last night. He's, like, literally, I know he's, like, super accomplished. He's one of the most handsome men I've ever seen in my life. Like, I just think it it can't be overstated. But Brock was doing his thing. Um, The team looked really good cool 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 how was my boy Kyle he was so good and I I came on towards the end of the game where the reporter on air was raving about him how he's kind of like the <gasps> fix-it man of the team like in the play like if a play is going wrong it's like because Kyle he's just like a very smart guy and has been on the team for so long and knows these plays inside and out like he can fix it on the ground and like Christian oh McCaffrey God, was that. just like raving about Kyle as a player and as a man <gasps> like this <sighs> was um you know, the reporter was saying what Christian had said. Paraphrasing. Yeah, it was like secondary source. Um, But that he just like loves playing with him. And I was like, it's Kyle. No, like it's kind of like our Kyle. Yeah, no, I felt really like proud. proud. Yeah, very proud. Oh man, I got to get back in. I forgot that like football, I forgot that I like was a fan of football. I need. And to the reporters that. were also saying that like they're really looking again at San Francisco and, Philadelphia like those are the teams to watch which they were last year too and I guess Kansas City because they were in the Super Bowl right well so San Francisco and the Eagles like can never oh yeah because they were talking about the NFC that's why they said they're the ones to watch right they're in the same league yeah Yeah. Oh, how exciting. It's so exciting. Like, when you're from New York, like, literally all your teams stink except for the Yankees. Like, the Mets are horrible. The Jets are horrible. The Knicks are horrible. So it's like you just kind of come to expect, like, your team to lose. So taking stake in another team, uh, this, you know, like the 49ers, it's so exciting because, like, they're actually good. Yeah. And they played a New York team last night. I forget if it was the Bills or the Giants. Oh, I really should have been watching that. Yeah. You know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I found it to be very soothing just watching Hmm. the football interesting i don't know i'm just like not up for complex content which is also why i'm like looking for cooking shows just like yeah and i i don't know i was watching the end of the game i was like kind of sad it was over so are you saying you've been waiting all day for sunday night yeah that's what i'm saying i actually just watched a very long uh tiktok video breaking down like the the song and the people who have sang it and asking people who they thought was the best. I, I did not know. I know that it was Carrie Underwood, and then I knew before that it was Faith Hill. I didn't know before that it was Pink. I didn't know that either. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, oh, son. I'm talking about, wait, no. It's like a, it's a cover with new lyrics of a Joan Jett song. Waiting all day for Sunday night. And honestly, like, I'm going to have something crazy controversial to say. Because they played all three performances. And you know whose I thought was best? No. Faith Hill. Huh. And maybe it's just because like I can't visualize a time in which Faith Hill was like the it girl of music. Because really that was before my time. So it just always feels kind of random for me like Faith Hill. Um, but like she was that bitch for many, many years. That might years. be how some younger people feel about Carrie Underwood though. Right, right. Not I. Like, I totally get, I get Pink getting the gig. Like, I totally get that. Yeah. But it's crazy that she got it before Faith Hill. Pink really has staying power. Like, say what you want about her. She, she's that bitch. I love her. We really, by the way, she's going to be in New York on your birthday. This year? At MSG. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. That's something to consider. Oh, goodness you is right. That's something to consider. Consider it. Consider it considered. I was just going to say that. (laughs) that's when you know it's time to end the show when it's time to go the toast week as we embark on a meaningful weekend yeah me and ben we're talking we're talking about this morning it's kind of technically a long weekend but like not because i'd rather go back to work on monday than do what we have to do what are you yeah. gonna have sunday night for dinner oh sunday night, sunday night. um i don't know That's, like, one of the bad things about Ozempic is, like, I can't engorge myself on Sunday night because I'll make myself sick. Yeah, it's so hard. It is. Thinking of you. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for listening to The Toast, the Monday morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, fucking subscribe, bitch. And leave a thumbs up. We're also available as podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places that are now defunct. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. G'mar khatima to everyone who's fasting on Monday. May it be a meaningful day and an easy fast. We love you dearly. Bye. Love ya. Bye.